What is an introvert and what's a highly sensitive person? Are they the same thing or are they different? That's what we're going to be talking about today on the introvert experience. What's up everybody? My name is T. Lee, aka The Introvert Leader, and I'm excited to be talking today about a topic that I've heard a lot of people talk about throughout the past few years as I've been researching a lot into introversion, learning a lot, and you know, writing my books and educating the uh, introvert community. And a lot of people have talked about and asked the question at times, what is a HSP? You know, there's this, uh, you hear it said a lot, you hear people talk about highly sensitive people and what that means. And it's not something that I was familiar with at all uh, for a long time. And I've just started to become more familiar with the concept of it. And I wanted to talk about it today because the more that I'm learning about it, I'm starting to realize that I think it describes me almost to a T. So I'm curious of how many of you out there, it may describe you as well. So we're gonna get into some statistics, we're gonna get into some information, and I'm gonna be leaning a lot on an article that I came across from Jean Granaman. Uh, she is the author of The Secret Lives of Introverts. She's also the founder of the popular site Introvert Deer. Um, I definitely would love to collab with her one day, by the way. So, hey, Jen, if you ever hear this, I would love to connect with you. Um, but she has a very interesting article that she wrote in Psychology Today. So I'm going to be referencing a few stats and things that she called out in that. So first of all, what is introversion and what is an HSP or highly sensitive person? So when we talk about introversion, we talk about the way that we respond to our social stimulus, right? So an introvert is typically going to gain energy from time alone and too much time around people or certain social environments, their energy may begin to drain if they're not comfortable, right? Where when we talk about an HSP, we're talking about a person's sensitivity to their environment and the various things that they encounter. So a few quick things, and I'm just gonna go through this article here that Jen wrote, very, very interesting article. So a few quick stats. So introverts make up 30 to 50% of the population, while highly sensitive people make up around 15 to 30%. Another stat, it's estimated that about 70% of sensitive people are introverts, while 30% are extroverts. Now, I will say I'm not sure, you know, exactly where the data is coming from, but I know that, you know, I'm sure Jen is um, definitely did her research here and she is well respected in the introvert space. So I 100% trust her numbers and, and what she's saying here. So when you read that and hear it, 70% of highly sensitive people are introverts, well, then that would lead us to believe that a majority of introverts can be considered HSP, right? And I'll say for me that it makes sense. It makes sense. So I don't know if it's because I'm getting older or what's going on, but I've realized that I, I get emotional and get sensitive about things. I think a lot more so than when I was younger. When I was growing up, um, coming up in the 90s, I'll be honest, like coming up in the 90s, being sensitive or crying and all of this stuff, especially as a guy, you were just viewed as weak. You were viewed as weak. Like it's just not something that you did. Um, I remember my dad and our relationship and the way it was 
versus how it was with like him and my sister, you know? So him and my sister, it was, that was his baby girl, you know, and they would hug and, you know, he kissed her on the forehead, all of this, where with me, like we would shake hands, you know, um, you didn't cry as a guy. You just, you didn't do that. I didn't see my dad cry. I didn't see my uncles cry. I didn't see like sensitivity to things because the way that I came up, it was like, as a man, you're supposed to hold that in. Now I will say, fast forwarding to today, when I see my dad now, first thing we do is we hug. We do like, I I love my dad. I love talking to him. We have a completely different relationship now, but I also realized a lot of the reason that he was like that was because that's the way that his dad and the men in his life were with him, right? So it's not so much, he, he always has had love for me and um, supported me a thousand percent. So it's, it was nothing of, you know, him not loving me. It was just, I don't think he viewed that as the way that a guy should be. He just viewed that as probably that's just not what men do. And I love that we've gotten past that and we're in a different space now. So anyway, I say all that to say that I didn't grow up thinking it was okay to be like sensitive. Like when I, when I hear the word sensitive, the way I used to view that was I just associated it with soft. I associated it with weakness. And, you know, again, this is me coming from my perspective as a male. I think a lot of times for um, women, maybe it's differently. Maybe it's different. Maybe you had a different experience. I think in society, women are often allowed to be a little more sensitive. A woman crying at a situation like that was never viewed that a certain way when I was coming up. Um, but I don't know, maybe you have a different experience. I would love to hear if, you know, you're a woman listening to this, maybe you disagree or, you know, your societal norms were different. But that's just kind of what I saw growing up. And here's the thing. I used to hold a lot in. And now that I'm older, I kind of don't care anymore. I kind of don't care. Um, I probably have cried more in my 40s than I have in my entire life. Um, I'm not just walking around here crying every other day now. Like, I'm not trying, I'm not saying that. I'm not like, oh, you know, a, a leaf fell to the ground. That's so beautiful. And I like bur- burst out in tears or something. That's, that's not what I'm saying. But certain situations really touch me and really hit me like in the, in the heart. And I don't know what it is, but I used to like hold all that in. And now I just, I just don't care. I let it go. So when I see things that are like really inspirational, when I see somebody go through obstacles, go through a hard time and push through and make it through and they have like a breakthrough moment in their life, like that touches me. That does something. I don't know. It just does something to me. Uh, Another thing is there's been a lot of death in my family so far this year. Um, 2024, is, is, it's been a little crazy. It's been a little crazy starting out. Um, so we lost uh, three people uh, that I'll call basically matriarchs in our family. Uh, one was my uh, grandma Celeste uh, out of Houston. Not a biological grandma, but some of you might be listening and you might have had someone in your life 
where they weren't like your biological grandmother or grandfather, but they played a role and you basically call them like, that's my granny or that's my pops. Like, that's just what you do. And that's what Grandma Celeste was for me. She was an educator, loved by everybody, um, super strong, sassy, so loving, so loving. Like one of the things that she told me was, if you shoot for the moon, you'll at least land among the stars. And that's actually my motto for the rest of this year. Um, and, and we lost her. And my Aunt Naretha, we lost her as well recently. She was like one of the strongest women that I ever met. Um, grew up with all boys. She had 10 brothers and she was the one girl. Um, one of the strongest women I ever knew. We were at a family reunion and she was in her 90s and she's walking around she's dancing like she's like just amazing spirit amazing spirit and then here just last week uh my great or my cousin bernice uh, miss bernice simmons in tallahassee florida she uh, passed away as well and she's somebody when i was in college that helped me get through the admissions process in school when we would have long lines of financial aid she worked in financial aid, and so she would let, let me, like, skip the line. I would tell people, hey, I know Miss Bernice, and they'd, like, let me go to the front of the line. Like, you know, her and her husband, my cousin, Willie Simmons, they really, really looked out for me when I was in school. So um, there are just some people in, in my life that I've lost here recently. But here's the thing. The first thing that I thought about when each of them passed, when I got word of it, was their immediate family. The people around them. Those are the first people I thought about. And the thought of what they were going through got me emotional. So it's the emotion of losing someone that you love. But greater than that as well, it's me thinking about their immediate family and what they're going through. And that's what happens with me a lot. Like when I see something on the news that somebody passed away, somebody got shot, or whatever situation might have happened, um, wars, all these different things, child abductions, all of these things that are going on in our world. The first thing that I think about is I think about the people that love these people, the people that are going through it, the people that you may not, people will say they're sorry, and they'll do like praying emojis on social media, and they'll do it for like a day, and then they don't think about it anymore. They just move on with their day. And for me, it's hard to move on from that. I'm still praying for those people. I'm still thinking about those people. And like, sometimes I see that stuff and I, I shed a tear. Like I cry over people I've never met in my life. And again, I think that it's because my sensitivity to people, my sensitivity to just humans and what the human experience is and what people go through is very, very high. How do introverts lead in an extroverted world? A world where the loudest voices and the most social people seem to thrive. Well, there's a secret that any introvert can turn into a superpower. That secret is calmness. To learn how to transform your leadership as an introvert, download the Calm Effect today. So, you know, I, 
I'm definitely a HSP. Like I said, I, I think for a long time I fought that. I didn't want to be viewed as soft or sensitive and all of these things that were so wrong and so incorrect for me to even think that way. Um, and I'm working very hard to break that. So with my son, I never want my son to think it's not okay to cry. I never want my son to think you need to hold everything in because when people do that, oftentimes what happens is it comes out in a negative way later in life. So all that said, I'd be curious what you believe you are. How do you react to your environment? When you see certain things, when you hear certain things, how does it affect you? Maybe it doesn't affect you as much. Maybe you're not the kind of person that cries ever. Maybe you're not the kind of person that certain things hit you a certain way. You may be able to compartmentalize. Some people are very good at that, you know? Um, I do think it's interesting to read that about 70% of introverts are HSPs. And I'd like to get, you know, a lot more information and do a lot more research into that and understand the correlation but I guess in some ways I could see it. I could definitely see it. You know, oftentimes as introverts, we're very introspective. We think deeply through situations and that may cause things to hit us a different way. You know, something happens and you start thinking through all the different scenarios and all of the different other things that could impact the people you love or impact people that you know. And it can cause you to feel a way. It can cause you to feel a sensitivity to your, uh, to your environment and what's going on. So, you know, I'm not an expert on this topic. Uh, again, I, I, you know, lean heavily on, uh, you know, I think Jen's article was very, very interesting to read what she talked about and her statistics. And so, if you want to learn more about this topic in particular, or if you have any comments, like I would love to hear if you believe that you are an HSP based on the definition of what a highly sensitive person is, shoot me an email. Like, let me know, like, why do you believe you're an HSP? Or if you want to just learn more about it, shoot me an email as well. So you can uh, just contact me directly at info at I would love to hear you all's thoughts on the episode and on that topic. So with that said, I hope you found this to be interesting. Hope you found this to be enjoyable. So as always, remember, there's only one you and there's only one life. So make it count. God bless.